0: This one's going to be juicy. (laughs) We're talking about happiness today. And I know everyone's life is different and each person has their own idea of what happiness is. It really is completely subjective, meaning what makes you happy might be totally different from what makes me happy. And that's just as it should be. But don't we want more of that positive feeling to live a beautiful and happy life full of joy and fulfillment? I know I do. And we're going to talk about why it's so important and how to discover more ways to increase your levels of happiness. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next step so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee, your favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I'm so excited to talk to you about this today. Making sure we're all on the same page, Happiness is defined as an emotional state which could encompass a variety of different positive emotions, like satisfaction, joy, pleasure, contentment, and fulfillment. And let me just say, there's no magic formula to finding happiness. We have to create it, and we have to know what makes us happy. And there are different layers of happiness, and so we're going to talk about this too. First, why? Why is it so important to be happy? Does it even make a difference in our lives? Absolutely. As you probably heard before, I love to dive deep into learning so I can share even more with you about the topic I'm bringing to you. And there are so many fascinating studies done regarding happiness and positive emotions and how they affect our health. One of the sites I found that was so interesting is called The Greater Good in Action. And it's a site from the University of California, Berkeley. And they study the psychology, sociology, and neuroscience of well-being. And they teach skills that foster a thriving, resilient, and compassionate society. It is so chocked full of good stuff. Even though the field of health benefits of happiness is young, there are a lot of studies done that say happiness positively affects our health. Let's talk about a couple of those. So number one, happiness actually reduces stress. When we get stressed out, our cortisol levels spike and too much cortisol is bad. It can cause a slew of health problems from mood swings to weight gain to high blood pressure, you name it. And so the studies show that when people are feeling more feelings of contentment or happiness, those stress levels actually decrease. The second one is happiness protects our hearts. A lot of studies have been done here, but the main theme is that happiness and positive emotions can reduce our risk of heart disease. It improves our heart rate and lowers our blood pressure. How cool is that? Happiness has been associated with helping to combat diseases, mental illness, aches and pains. And in addition, there are studies that show happier people have a longer life expectancy. I'm gonna leave the link below for this site. It is so interesting if you wanna read some of these articles and studies, but trust me, feelings of joy and happiness go a long way for our health. Why else does happiness matter? This is a big one. Research shows that happy people have better relationships. Happier people have better social support, better friendships, they're more satisfied with their higher quality relationships, such as a marriage. People who are happier and experience more positive emotions are more likely to be content with a partner. I'm kind of feeling like this could be a whole nother episode when we talk about relationships and feeling happiness and all of that. So maybe this is one for the future, but for the sake of time, let's keep moving. But we just know, and I'm sure you've experienced it, right? And your relationships with your partner, your spouse, your friendships, your kids, you know, if you're happier inside, you're more likely to just be happier in those relationships. The second thing I want to talk about is how we correlate happiness with success. So many times we think, "Wow, once I accomplish that, then I'll be happy. Or once I get to that level, then I'll be satisfied. Or once I get all of this done, I'll feel good. There are so many examples. I'm sure you could relate to some of those. I want to share a book that I love. Actually, I have a couple of different books on positive psychology because I'm so fascinated with the field and the pursuit of happiness is one of the main focuses in positive psychology. So the book I love is called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker. I'm sure you've heard of him, but if you haven't, he is a firm believer in positive psychology. His book is so good. And also I heard him on a TED Talk, which is amazing. I will put the link in that below in the show notes. You have to see it. It's 12 minutes, so worth it. It's funny and it's so informative and it talks about his research. So his research shows that the main formula people go by is this, the harder I work, Then I'll be more successful. And if I'm more successful, then I'll be happier. And he says it's scientifically backwards for two reasons. Number one, the goal is always changing. And number two, if happiness is always on the other side of success, your brain never gets there. And he goes on to say this our brains work in the opposite order. If you could raise someone's positivity in the present, then their brain experiences something that is now called the happiness advantage, which is your brain at positive. And when your brain's at positive, it performs significantly better than when your brain is at negative, neutral, or stressed. In his book, he capitalizes on positivity and how training our brains to become happier and more positive can really improve our productivity and performance. In addition to Sean's work, which is phenomenal, there are over 200 studies in psychological bulletins that found happiness doesn't necessarily follow success. It's just the opposite. Happiness leads to success. Some of the findings showed that happiness makes us more productive at work while improving our problem solving abilities, and we're just less likely to have burnout. We could all relate to this. We could all relate to the fact that if we're just happier, you know, things at work are just so much better. We can tackle challenges better. We just enjoy it more. That's for sure. I I remember another book I read, which is so good, and I'd highly recommend this one. It's a fun read or listen, depending on how you consume books. I like to listen to them. And it tells a story about George. And George has a lot of problems at first with his home life and and his career. And he the story is, is how he has to take the bus because his car broke down. And then it tells the story about this whole new way of thinking that was inspired by the bus driver. It's so good. It talks about the 10 secrets for approaching life and work in a more positive, forward-thinking way. And it really does lead to a lot more happiness and success. So the message of the book is very powerful, and I think it's a really well-done book. I, I think you'll love it. Moving on to the third part that I'd like to highlight, and that's the idea that there are three different types of happiness that you can actually experience. Going back to those positive psychology books that I have, The founder of positive psychology is Dr. Martin Seligman. I actually heard a TED talk from him as well, but I wanna tell you the three types of happiness that he he talks about in um, his books and then as well as the TED talk. And I'll tell you the three and then I'll go into them a little bit. So the first one is pleasure and gratification. The second one is embodiment of your strengths and virtues. And the third one is meaning and purpose the key takeaway is this. So the first one, the pleasure and gratification. There are things that we can do to give us pleasure, happiness, things things that give us the more short-lived positive emotions. For example, listening to music or going for a walk outside, you know, with a friend or walking your dog. Definitely those things can get us into a good mood and we'd feel happier. That's the first type of happiness. The second one is where we're really developing our talents and skills what we're good at. And then we're working within those strengths, getting so good at it where it doesn't even feel like work. And then we get into this state of flow, as they call it, where that's a whole other level of happiness. So for example, if you love music, you love composing it, you love playing it, you love singing, any part of music, and then every time you work on that, you're so happy, you could do it for hours. That's a longer lasting type of joy and happiness. You almost can't stop doing it Can you relate to that? I think we all have something like that. So that's the second type. And then the third way to experience happiness is on a much deeper level, where it really is impactful, where we're using skills that we have or talents and using them in service of something bigger than ourselves. Giving to others, teaching others, giving of yourself, making an impact on the world with your talent and your skills. That is when we're going to feel the deepest sense of fulfillment, joy, and happiness. Before we talk about ways to find more happiness or rewire our brains or think more positively or see the good and get happier, all of the things that put us in a happier state, I want to ask you a question. I want you to stop for a second and think about this. Think about your life. And aspects in your life, what aspects are you really happy about? And then what other parts of your life that you really feel like "Eh, they need to be better? Because we all have both. Usually we feel content in some areas of our life and then others we feel like, yeah, they need some work. So we're going to do an exercise. Take a piece of paper, one column, write out the things that are going well in, in the areas of your life that you really feel happy about. Then on the other side, identify the areas that really need improvement that you'd like to feel happier about. The important part here is to do both, not just write out the negative, but you're gonna identify the positive parts and then you're gonna identify the parts that need work. And then we're gonna look at how to close the gap. The gap is where we'd like to be versus where we are. And then closing the gap are the steps we need to take to improve that part of our life. And the good thing here is that when we identify those steps, making those steps and making progress is going to make us feel happier about that part of our life, right? Because if you go back to the progress episode, our brains really like it when we make progress. So that's going to be a win-win. Now we're gonna talk about the different ways to find happiness because there's so many different ways and I know people respond to different things as we talked about. There's gonna be a lot more here that make you happy. I've gathered some to just give you ideas. It's really powerful. As I was doing this, it was so fun to think about the different ways that really could fill us up with positive emotions. Here's some ways I have identified 16. I encourage you to make your own list because it is really fun. Let's just I'll just run down the list and, and give you some ideas. One, volunteer. Sign up for ways to help others. Two, start a gratitude list. Three: do random acts of kindness. I remember, I might have already talked about this. I remember we were in the line at Starbucks, and then we came up to pay and they said, "Oh, someone already bought your coffees." It was so cute. So just little things like that, just go such a long way, so we did pay it forward, and we did it for someone else. Super fun. Number four, stop what you're doing. Just stop what you're doing and go spend time with the ones you love. This is a really good one because sometimes we just need to enjoy simple moments. Five, get outside. Take a walk, plant, work in your yard, have a picnic, something outside. Number six, move. (laughs) Find something you like to do. Dance, ride your bike, walk with a friend, go to the gym, play ball, anything. Seven, That was six, I think. Seven, work on something in your life that you want to improve, making that progress. Number eight, write a note or email to a friend or text a friend and just make them feel good, brighten their day. Number nine, teach something to someone, use one of your talents to teach others. Number 10, go out with your spouse or go out with your friends, plan a date or a fun activity. Number 11, Put some music on. <laughs> that changes your state in a minute. Number 12, journal. Write about your day or write about what you know, you're know you grateful for. Just writing really is effective for improving our mood. Number 13, go read a book. Light a candle, read a book, or listen to a book. 14, meditate. Or if you don't know how, learn how to do it and see how powerful it is. 15, go, go out for coffee or tea with your friend or have a Zoom call if your friend lives far away and just do that for fun. Number 16, have a movie night. Get cozy, put your jammies on and put on a good movie. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on with this list, but I won't. I am sure you have a lot of ideas in your mind right now. So I'd encourage you to make your own list of things. It's it's a really fun activity to do and the more you think of things, the more you think of things. <laughs> I know we all have the ability to decide and create the life we want. So let me put this out there. Are you consciously deciding to do things for yourself that create happiness or joy? And then how do you want your life to be? Do you want it full of happiness and joy and feeling content and fulfilled? I know I want that. If you don't take time to create happiness for yourself, then you're unconsciously just rolling with life, taking whatever it gives you, instead of designing the life that you want, designing the life of how you want to feel. So do we need happiness and joy in our lives? Yes, yes, I hope you're yelling yes. (laughs) Science shows so many benefits from having more positive emotions and feelings of happiness. It's so much more than just, oh, feeling good. It's not fluffy. It's science-based. And isn't it true? We, we want others, we love to find happiness. We want our kids to be happy and, and everyone in our life to be happy, but sometimes we aren't focusing on it for ourselves. Again, think about the benefits, but think about how you really wanna feel in your life. I wanna leave you with a challenge this week, and it's going to be something you work on over time. It's not just like in a one week thing. There's no end goal here. Write down what would be a happy life for you. Use the ideas of the different aspects of life that we talked about earlier, and then you can see a few things here. You can see that ways that you can close the gap, right, how to get different areas of of your life to be more satisfying, and then you can add in things you can do daily or weekly to up your happiness game. I feel like I've hardly scratched the surface on this, (laughs) but I hope I have given you a little bit of a different perspective on this idea. Happiness has so much more depth than maybe what we think about. I'll leave you with a quote by Jim Rohn, one of the greatest teachers of all. And he said this, Happiness is not something you postpone for the future. It is something you design for the present. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me, and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.